Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. Happy Saturday, September 12th, 2020. This is episode 43. Work Smarter and Harder by Jess Spinner of TheWholeDancer.com Know yourself to reach your goals. Your expectations of yourself are likely high. That's a natural dancer tendency. If you're ready to dig a little deeper into what can get you working harder, this post is for you. In Gretchen Rubin's book, Better Than Before, Mastering the Habits of Our Everyday Lives, you can find a lot of insight to help you master your work ethic as a dancer and as a person. Here's some background and how you might do that. Rubin separates people into four main categories, obliger, rebel, upholder, or questioner. An obliger, someone who is motivated by external incentives. This one is very common. It definitely is the one I relate to most, and I can see this being true for many dancers as well. Obligers are not as easily able to meet expectations they've placed on themselves. Instead, they're motivated by external validation. If you're an obliger, you may work harder with certain teachers than others, depending on who gives you more feedback. You're not in a bad spot if you identify with an obliger. You can definitely create situations with external validation to propel you forward. In the other area of cross-training, an obliger should probably work one-on-one with a coach or trainer. Even working with a friend whom you're set on impressing would help you to work harder in a cross-training or practice situation. You would likely see the best results from exercise class environments where you're able to get the outside validation that you crave. Maybe taking bar, Pilates, or yoga classes with instructors who give lots of personal attention and validation. I'm definitely an obliger. In college, I was able to work on partnering outside of partnering class only because someone else was there with me. For variations, I had to enlist a friend to come watch and give me feedback. I definitely needed that external validation, but clearly there are ways to create it for yourself. I was never the person who could just go to a studio and work super hard on my own with no one around. And you know what? That's totally okay. Just identify what you need. The rebel. Hates being told what to do and resists both external and internal expectations. I'm sure you can think of at least one ballet rebel that you know, but this one is not common among dancers, at least not the most successful ones. As a rebel, you'd be best served to find ways of improving your dancing in your very own methods. You might look more analytically at technique or strengthening in order to identify what makes sense to you and possibly no one else. The upholder is able to reach both external and internal expectations. These are probably the friends whom you're most inspired by, the ones who seem to work so hard all the time, even when no one is watching. 
I always wish this was me. However, I really needed the feedback from teachers to feel like I was accomplishing anything. As an upholder, you've got a lot of options in the areas of cross-training and improvement as a dancer. You can work out on your own and create exercise plans that you'll likely stick to even if no one else has any idea what you're doing. Upholders can go for a swim, do some cardio, weight train, or work on the Pilates reformer independently and still work their hardest and see improvement. Finally, the questioner. Resist outer expectations, but meets inner expectations. If you're a questioner, you have a lot of drive, but likely always take corrections or outside feedback with a grain of salt. Questioners can certainly be great dancers, but they might butt heads with artistic staff or choreographers. They have a lot of internal preferences and want reasons why a movement might be done a certain way. Rubin suggests that rather than try to challenge your natural tendency, you should acknowledge it and work within your inclination. Be true to who you are. When I work with dancers to help reach health and body goals, considering the natural mindset tendencies is key. You might thrive when you create your own plan or you might do better with some set rules from me. To reach your personal best body goals, honor what you need and seek out the support that will get you where you wish to go. Jess Spinner is a former professional ballet dancer turned health coach and founder of The Whole Dancer. For more on her, make sure you check out her website at thewholedancer.com. What category do you think you fit into as a dancer? The blager, the rebel, the upholder, or the questioner? If you want to share with me what dancer you are, feel free to reach out via Instagram at Dance Tips Daily. I'd be happy to feature you. Or you can write to us on our website at www.dancetipsdaily.com. Thanks for tuning in. That's your tip for the day. Thanks for listening today. And tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.